0: This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the dude. Hey bartender, I got to love her, Welcome I'm back to Hey Bartender oh, podcast people. I'm your bartender for the night. I'm the dude. So that's what you call me. This is our Thanksgiving special for the year of 2019. Yes, the Hey Bartender Podcast is going to do a Thanksgiving special, and you're here to listen to it. Welcome. So, what do we got to talk about? Well, first of all, we got to talk about the drink special for the night, and who else to get a drink special for uh, your mother's Thanksgiving dinner than to go... You know what? Brian Setzer isn't going to cut it for this. I mean, don't get me wrong. Brian Setzer, you know, he's perfect, uh, perfect for my show, but today... We're going to talk about a wine pairing to go along with your mother's famous or father's. I'm an equal opportunist uh your home turkey dinner or Thanksgiving dinner. You might have ham too i don't I don't know. So let's talk about wine pairing, and in order to get in the wine pairing mood, let's see uh oh, here, perfect. So when thinking about pairing wine with turkey dinner, the only person I could think of to call and ask is Hey Bartender Podcast friend Mia Torres. She is our leading authority when it comes to wine pairing. So I called her up and I asked her, okay, what do you suggest for wine pairing with the family turkey dinner? And she answered me, with turkey Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, Dry Riesling, Zinfandel, Champagne. And I, uh, I thought, well, okay, is that just basically anything white? Wait, Pinot Noir is not white. It says, it says it right in the name. She says, white is safe and people-pleasing, but not always the best way to go. The wine's bright, high acidity, as well as extreme versatility on the table. So... That's with turkeys. And so I started thinking, well, some people have ham. So what would you pair with something salty like ham? And she suggested something sweet, like a Riesling, Rosé, or Moscato. And so there you go, people. Coming from the wise words of Mia Torres, the brilliant wine pairing expert that she is, if you want to go with something on your turkey table uh, or your Thanksgiving table... Go with something white, you know, something that's highly versatile, like a good white wine, or if you're having ham or you prefer ham, something salty, you know, go with, uh, go with something sweet and, you know, take this information to your, to, uh, to your Thanksgiving dinner and, you know, try to impress your folks. Hey, we all try different things to try to impress our family, don't we? I mean, hell, we're bartenders. We gotta uh, do what we gotta do in order to uh, get by in life. Cause hey, a lot of people don't respect us, but you know what? We respect a lot of other people. That's right. The dude just said something positive about his job and about his customers. Cause you know, I look back on all the fifty podcasts that I've put out, and I thought, wow, I sounded really negative. Am I only talking about my bad days? And you know what? I started sitting back thinking, you know, Thanksgiving come up coming up, and So, you know, what am I thankful for? And uh, what was I thankful for when it came to bartending? And I started thinking about it, but I couldn't just stop there. I mean, uh, this is a podcast to all the bartenders out there, all the servers out there. Everybody out there deserves a voice. So I put it out on the Facebook page. You know, what are you guys all thankful for? I'm going to say a couple of your names just because I can um, if it becomes a problem, let me know. We'll take care of it. But I asked all my Facebook followers, "What are you thankful for?" This is a dude studio. Not that button. Uh, the uh Lynette Padovich, she said she's thankful that all of her customers are like a big dysfunctional family. Very, very true. I agree. We uh, when it comes to customer, uh, bartender relationships or you know, even co-worker relationships. Uh we are family. You know, we all joke around together, we all support each other. We are dysfunctional, but yeah, we all care about each other like we're a family. Chrissy uh Hutter's also said that the customers and uh, uh customers and her coworkers, they're like family. And so did Tracy mistrick Fowler, sorry for butchering your name, for she's thankful for friends. That have become family. That's right. You know, you may walk into the bar and you may be that strange person that just uh, new to the whole area, but you know, you eventually you become part of the family. Sure, some of you might be the weird uncle, but uh, it's still everybody. Uh, we all pretty much share a bond, and if that bond isn't made, then most likely the customer or even the coworker might move on a little bit sooner than uh any other time but uh what point am I trying to get across here? I was always when I was behind the bar, I was always thankful how well I got along with my coworkers and most of my customers sure I've talked a lot of shit about my customers, but you know. There were also just as many that I looked forward to seeing every time I walked in, and it made the job tolerable. Boy am I thankful for that. Am I thankful for the food that was served at the bar? Well, kept me alive. And so, you know, anything that keeps you alive, sure that you know everybody's thankful for that. And I can't get past it, but yeah, the money. I mean, good tips, even bad tips. As long as there's a tip, I was always thankful for that because that got me by, that uh, that kept money in my pocket, kept food in my refrigerator, and you know, you know, just got to get the money thing out of the way. But it's mostly the concentration on my the friends that I made while on my bartender journey, because sure, you know, on journeys you. you get people, and sometimes the people move on. Sometimes you have to move on. You lose track of some people. But you know if you ran into them later on in the street, it's like seeing an old relative that you you haven't seen in ages. There's always smiles, most likely hugs. And you can always get right back to that conversation because you've been through the trenches together. Now, granted, being a bartender is not anything like being in the armed forces or anything like that. I'm not belittling the going through the trenches term here, but your crew and your customers, you've been through everything together. You've been through happy times. You've been through sad times, uh, successes, tragedies, and you don't ever realize it until those days are gone. I mean, where would I be if, my friends Barb and Shannon weren't there to help coach me to become a bar, uh, become a decent bartender. They never made me a good bartender because I was too stubborn. But I I was a decent bartender. The cu- customers tolerated me. I would be nowhere with without them because when I first started bartending, I was very uh robotic. But they uh they really helped me get to know the customer service end of it because I was very about the drinks. I was very, uh, you know, just here's your drink, next person. Here's your drink, next person. But uh, with the help of my friends, Barb and Shannon, they really turned me in the right direction because this is another thing about bartending schools. That's one thing they can't teach you is customer service. And that is the number one most important Part of your job, sure. You can sling drinks all day long, if you're a barback and you don't have to uh, talk to anybody. Sure, you know that's that's perfect. Hell, I, at one time I thought I would would have been a great barback, so I did apply for a job as a barback. Okay, honestly, it was at the local strip club, but you know it's a job. Yeah, you know, don't put me down just because it was at a strip club. I mean, a job is a job is a job. There are point in times in your life. Where you just need a job. And serving and bartending will always come up. It's always an option. I mean, you can't always expect to get that job as a technician because there's a lot of technicians out there. You can't expect to get that job uh, as a, I don't know, uh, a customer service representative because there's a lot of people out there too. Bartending and serving, food service industry in general, is a safe haven. If all you need is just cash to get by, that is a great way to go because uh, it's there. And turnover, a little high, depending on the place. But that's another big thing that I was always thankful for was that I had a job. That was the big thing. Because when I started bartending, the job market stank. It was horrible. This was like early 2000s, uh, actually late late 1990s. When I started bartending, the job market was just god-awful. And I couldn't get a job to save my life anywhere. But then I was able to talk to a few people, make a couple friends, and then ended up behind the bar. And then I was extremely thankful that okay I've got a job now I can get back on track and that's just the way I thought of bartending at that time so being thankful for just having a job that's something that everybody should be thankful for next thing is all the people you meet I mean you're a bartender or a server you meet uh dozens of personalities in one day and you get to meet all sorts of different types of people with all sorts of different types of way of thinking and then your your mind either starts to open up or close down. Hopefully it starts to open up. Because let's face it, the words world's a lot better with it when people have an open mind. But you listen to everybody and you start to make friends. You start to realize you have things in common with People outside of your normal social circle, and it better's you as a person. It allows you to uh, branch out. I mean, where would I be without those customers that didn't take? Uh, I didn't take the time to get to know. Sure, this dude, one dude was huge Cowboys fan, but he and I could still joke around about other things and uh, like music, movies, and stuff like that, and. Well, oh, the Cowboys are an easy target to joke about, uh, so it wasn't really hard. Even though I didn't know much about sports, I could still tease them about the Cowboys. Or the bitchy waitress that came in would uh, run your ass off all night long and didn't believe in tipping. A waitress that doesn't believe in tipping. Can you believe that shit? But am I still thankful for her? Yeah, because on some of the busy nights, uh, she was uh, the only person there. Of course, I didn't talk to her because I thought she... and uh her boyfriend were annoying as shit but still i was thankful that they i actually had seats at the uh at the bar that were full and you know cuz nothing is more depressing than an empty bar that you're bartending at it is just god awful i mean sure the boss tells you to you know clean something or you know you think well, I've already cut up and cut enough lemons for the next two days. If I'd cut any more, then they'll go bad before we ever get to them. So, yeah, I was thankful for even the idiots that just hung out in the bar and didn't tip, just so I had something to do. Thankful for all the customers uh, for me that l- love rock and roll as much as I do. I was because I couldn't talk about sports, and then I find somebody that is wearing a Black Sabbath t-shirt. And then we start talking about Black Sabbath, then it moves on to Ozzy, then it moves on to Metallica. And eventually, just because I am the way I am, it moves on to the Beatles. Because for me, everything goes back to the Beatles. You don't have to agree with me on that. Just go with me. Steve, McNaughton's and Foster's guy. You know, truthfully, yeah, uh, he and I probably... Uh, he probably hated me on the side because I was dating, uh, the girl that he had a serious crush on. But, uh, he and I were still friends, and he was a brilliant guy to talk to about pop culture, even though he, his, uh, engineering knowledge is way far and above anything that I could probably ever fathom. Steve, you know, I greatly appreciate you because you were a fun guy to talk to, you know, uh, on most of those nights. I'm, uh,. You know, in music in general, I'm, I am was always thankful for music in general because music is my getaway, my release, the way to relax my mind. Now, you know, you guys hear me when I open up the show with the Brian Setzer Orchestra. I close the show with the Blues Brothers, and I try to bring on as many independent artists as I possibly can for this show. And you know what? I'm gratefully thankful for all the independent artists that have given me permission to use them on my podcast because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to bring independent artists music to the forefront, even though this is just a small podcast about bartending. You guys are awesome and I wish you guys nothing but the best of luck getting your music out there, you know, and I'm happy that there's other outlets that you can use out there because MTV isn't doing shit for music anymore. But when, you know, when I'm feeling like I need to mellow down and relax, I'll listen to the Dave Brubeck uh, band, uh, Quartet because their album "Time Out" best album ever for me to relax to. I don't know about you, but it, it is for me. But when we when the bar was hopping, when the bar was full of excitement, we any music pretty much would do. I mean, you'd go from uh, I don't know. You'd ha- see the girls bouncing around to. The Dixie Chicks. You'd see the girls, uh, the uh, the guys rocking out to Aerosmith. You'd see a whole bunch of people rocking out to Led Zeppelin, uh, whatever top forty was happening in uh, at that point in time. Well, music brought a lot of people together. You know, people singing along, dancing along. That was really fun to watch. And I mean, I don't know if I could handle working as a bar bartender in a club, but when I on dance nights at the bar that I worked at, when they when the DJ hit that right song and all of a sudden everybody swarmed to the dance floor just because they felt like they had to dance to that song, it's a good feeling. And, uh, you know, some of the guys, they'd get in there and dan- uh, do what is referred to as dancing, I guess. But, uh, you know, but some of them would just stand there just because, you know, they know they don't dance and they don't want to. So, but we all enjoyed watching. And and it's not just because of bad thoughts. Although they did come up, I will be truthful to you. You guys thankful that I'm truthful to you guys? You know, just asking. But bottom line, people, your bar, your restaurant, it becomes your home. The, your customers, your coworkers, they're your family. I bet you at any point in time, any one of you can turn to any one of your coworkers or your customers, ask for a little bit of help. And there'll be somebody there for you if you're having a hard time. And you'll just the same thing. You'll be there for them because who doesn't appreciate a good joke or a funny story or something like that? I always had a funny story in the back of my head. Of course, majority of the time I stole it from a popular comedian. But nonetheless, people wanted to be happy. And when I could make somebody laugh, that was awesome for me. I loved it. And the last thing I'm gonna say that I'm thankful for is all the listeners, all the people that follow this podcast you guys make this doing this worth it. anybody in this world can do a podcast as long you can get on these microphones and record yourself talking about anything as long as you're passionate about it but whether it gets out there and people listen to it, that's a different story and I have been thankful that a lot of uh, not huge amount i mean i'm not joe rogan caliber i'm not adam Carolla caliber, caliber at any point in time but i'm thankful that there are listeners out there and i'm thankful that you guys are participating in some of the discussions that i put out there i'm the emails that i get the posts on facebook that i get you guys are awesome even the guys uh, guys and girls out there all you do is just like whatever i put up there uh, you guys make me feel good you guys are awesome I'm thankful for all the guests that I've had on this year. Mia Torres being one of them. uh, Randy Lynn Landberg, Santa Fe, New Mexico, uh, best bartender of the year, 2019. Shannon Moore, uh, L.D. Moreau in her book, Think Like a Bartender Recipes for Life. I'm thankful that all of you were able to be, take time out and be on my show because I love doing this. This is a lot of fun for me and being able to talk to somebody and interview them or trade stories, believe it or not, it's a lot of fun because this, like I've said to you guys a thousand times before, the this idea for this podcast stemmed from me and my coworkers, friends, family, uh, all in one, all in one big ball, sitting in a garage, trading stories, joking around, talking shit about customers laughing about customers, and not always in a uh, bad way, because, you know, well, some of it was. So, you know, it's. I love talking to you guys, I'm, and I want to make sure that all of you guys take time, sit back, and think about what are you thankful for. And I th- want to thank you guys for listening to Hey Bartender podcast. And we're going to just call it the end of the show right now. Thank you so much, Mia Torres, for giving us some ideas for uh, wine pairing with everybody's Thanksgiving dinner. If you want to know more about Mia Torres, just look her up on all the social media. She's there, Mia Torres, and check out her blog, Table for One. Uh, She's got all sorts of neat uh, wine pairing ideas with food that you wouldn't think was conventional uh, to pair with wine. I think the whole idea is fascinating as all get out. But anyway, like everything has to end. But, uh, uh, you know, I had to bring Mia Torres in for a little bit of wine, a little bit of elegance to the show so you can have a little bit of wine with your turkey dinner. But then the tryptophan has to wear off and the heavy drinking has to start because the football game is probably halfway over because you've slept through most of it. Anyway. So let's just get to the end of the show. Once again, thank you, Mia Torres, for the wine pairing idea. And as usual, I just want to wish all of you a happy Thanksgiving, lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and don't take any shit from anybody. Good night. So good, I